Welcome to the Daily Jamingo episode one. Let's get this party started. Oh no, someone let grandpa on the internet again. That's right. So if this is the first time you're listening to this or first time you're seeing me or what's the old fat guy doing on the interwebs with the young kids, with the streamers? Well, I just, uh, I've been podcasting for 12 years and I've always been terrified to do a solo show, but there's a lot of things in my life that I've been terrified to do. Uh, in the late eighties, uh, I was driving a truck for a elevator company, a delivery truck. And they said, Hey, want to be, uh, want to get in the elevator union? And my two biggest fear in life was, uh, electricity and heights. And they told me how much they make. And I'm like, I'll give it a try. So 25 years later, I had an accident and uh, tore up my knees and my lower back. So I couldn't do that anymore. So I started podcasting. And that was right around, was it 2012? And I've had a lot of shows, tons of shows. Uh, some lasted, some didn't. Never been really successful. So, but the one thing I've never done is a show by myself. And I, because I get nervous, like right now I'm so, inside, I'm just a ball, a bundle of nerves. And I don't know why, because I'll come on here and test by myself and look around and, and do stupid stuff all the time. It doesn't bother me, but right now this is supposed to be a show. So I guess I think that I go back to the eighties and radio and you can't have any dead air. So that makes me nervous. So anyhow. Here we are. This is the first show. I'm going to do this daily, 12 o'clock, half hour. That's all I promise, a half hour. If we go longer, we go longer. But I figured maybe we could have lunch together. You're sitting around. You're eating lunch. You're pissed off at your day. You can watch Grandpa on the radio. <laughs> Grandpa on the interwebs. Ugh, here we go already. Oh, look, I got, I got chat. All right, so here we have, this is the Duchess. Uh, she is my co-host on the Boomer Bunker. That's, we do this Wednesday nights, or Monday nights and Wednesday nights, 8 o'clock Eastern. So we have that. And then, uh, see, these are my podcasting friends. And we got Mike from Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks. So there we, there we go. Uh, you want to be the Joey Sh C to my stuttering John. You know, I don't really know who Joey C is, but we can work it out. So today... This show was supposed to be called Slower, Older, Smarter. That was the name of the show. And I woke up this morning and I'm sitting there and I was going about my day. And I go, that's the dumbest title for a show I've ever seen. So I decided to make it the Daily Jamingo. So I had to change everything. I had to change all the artwork and different stuff. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I don't have a thing. I don't have a video for starting soon. So I had to make that this morning, which was really good because it kind of kept my nerves down. I don't know why I'm nervous. I have no idea why I'm nervous. I'm just sitting here talking to you, but I can't see you, but you're in the chat. You're in the chat. So that's cool. So I don't know how this is going to progress. Um, I have a discord server. So I was thinking that today is my, in my bundle of nerves that maybe I could bring people in through the discord server if they want to talk to me or, you know, put a phone line up. Uh, one of the things I worry about is that my memory goes out every once in a while and I play boomer charades. Oh, what's that girl? She was in this movie, blah, blah, blah. So I thought to myself, how could I do this? Ah, I know. I'll hook up my girl from uh, Amazon. 
that you say, hey, so-and-so set a timer so you're, you don't overboil your pasta? Well, I have her hooked up here. So if I have any questions, you can always ask her. So we'll see what happens. Maybe that'll work out. Lisa says, you've done this a million times, John. Talk to the chat all the time. I, okay, I will. But I'm still nervous. I don't know why. I know why I'm nervous because I've never done this before. And the reason I'm doing this is to stop the nerves. When I first started podcasting, I was nervous all the time. And then I still get nervous right before we right before we press record. I'm nervous. But once I press record, the nerves go away. That hasn't happened yet. I'm still uh, uh. so uh okay, so while I get into something. So unfortunately, Matt Perry died. Matthew Perry died. The guy from Friends, you know, Chandler Bing, he passed away. And now whenever a celebrity passes away, it's R.I.P. Matthew. Oh, my God, Matthew. Oh, oh, this is horrible, Matthew. And it is. I'm not going to lie. When people die, it's horrible. And Matthew doesn't know. Matthew doesn't know that everybody's upset that he's died. Some people would say, Matthew don't even know that he died. Matthew just said, oh, what was that? I don't feel so good. And that's all he remembers. Some people. I don't know. I don't know if there's a God or maybe he's up in heaven. Or in hell, who knows? But so since he passed away, the one thing that that is glorious is the internet. The internet is glorious, and one of the things that the internet does is uh, takes tragedy and makes comedy, and I'm all for that. So here you go. You got Schwimmer, as in David Schwimmer, and non-Schwimmer, as in Matthew Perry, because he was found inside his hot tub by his assistant. And everybody's jumping to conclusions because Matt Perry's had a, I don't want to say he's had a tough life, but he's had issues with drugs and alcohol. So then you go from that, Matthew Perry cooling down and after a night in a hot tub. And then this is my new favorite one that I just got from some friends. This is the new episodes of Friends and has them all in a poor Matt's in the back, face down in the pool. So. You know, we all go in, jokey jokes, no big deal. Just a few jokey jokes. And I do the same thing. Uh, Listen, when I pass away, I don't want people to be sad. I want jokes. You know, I don't want people to cry at my funeral. I want people to come and tell stories. I can't believe the time that this happened. Remember when he did this? Oh, my God, that happened. I want it to be a happy occasion. I want it to be a celebration of all the stupid bullshit I've done in my entire life, which could fill a book. But nobody would read it. Nobody would read it. So one of the people that uh, went to Twitter was Kevin Brennan. Now, many of you don't know who Kevin Brennan is. Kevin Brennan is the brother of Neil Brennan. Neil Brennan was on Saturday Night Live, has a few Netflix specials, comedy specials. Kevin Brennan is his younger, angrier, bitter, jealous brother. He does stand up, and he was was a writer on Saturday Night Live, and he was successful at that. And now he kind of hangs around and does this, but for a lot more people. So I say he's not successful. He's a hundred times more successful than I am. Like when you, you look up Kevin Brennan, if you Google Kevin Brennan, you'll see stories and articles and stuff like that. If you 
Google John Jamingo, you'll see some pictures of uh, donuts and uh, this face and maybe some cartoons or whatever. What was that? Jesus Christ, I just hit the soundboard to get the shit out of me. <laughs> I was moving, moving my hands and I hit my soundboard and the shot went off. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyhow, uh, Kevin went and he put out a uh, just a tweet. And it just said, Matthew Perry, well, here we go. X. Saturday Night Live writer mocks Perry's death. Ha, ha, ha. Kevin Brennan, former Saturday Night Live writer and comedian, is making light of Matthew Perry's passing in a real ugly way. So it, it may speak to why he isn't more successful in show business. Really? I don't know. I mean, so here it is. Drowned in a hot tub. Ah! And what he did was he took the TMZ article and posted that in his Twitter. So now it's been read and replied to 736 times. But TMZ has wrote, written an article about this. And now it shows. So now Kevin must be going insane, right? Because he's like, oh, my God, here's the thing. And, and any publicity when you're a comedian is good publicity. Remember when um, Ari Shafir, he used to do this all the time. When somebody would die, he would go to Twitter and he would say, that piece of shit, I didn't like that person. Until Kobe Bryant died in that helicopter crash with his 13-year-old daughter, he went to Twitter and, and said, oh, that rapist, I'm glad he's dead. And the internet revolted. And Ari Shafir, I couldn't believe it, but he actually apologized, which I never thought that would happen. I think he's calmed down now. I don't think he does that shit anymore. Kevin Brennan. So now there's an article, and I don't even have it up here. That's how dumb I am. See, I'm already starting to be stupid. So um, so here's the article about Kevin Brennan, and the first thing they do is they put a picture up of his brother, Neil, Neil Brennan, who does stand up. and So now they also... And I don't know what it is about TMZ, but they really have a hard on for Kevin Brennan. So it's like, okay, so let me just, we'll put his more successful brother on here and let's let him talk about Kevin. So he was on a podcast with Howie Mandel and it, it comes up. And, uh, and then, and when's then, the last yeah. time you talked to him? It's been a while. Oh, can we get you together on this? Probably not. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all right. I feel bad. I'm Don't worry about it. I got one brother. I'm close to him. But That's great. I love when families are close. That's amazing. Yeah, now I feel bad. I, I tre Did I tre tread on something I shouldn't have treaded on? I, my nervous system's pretty disconnected from it. So in terms of, you know how you, I don't know if you get, I'm pretty sensitive. I'm sure you're pretty sensitive. Um, and easily kind of upset by stuff like that. I, it's just gotten to the point where I'm, I'm. There's so much of it in show business that I can can compartmentalize it. Well, I will say as a third party, mm -hmm. um, if my brother and I, and I have a very close family, if my brother and I were um, in the same business, and uh, and uh, you know what you're um, kind of hinting at is, listen, even if we're not 
related. This competitiveness is. I, I would go a step further. America is very competitive. Right. And they're. So, right there, he's competitive. He's competitive with his brother. So now this article started out about Kevin, and now it's all about his brother. So, Duchess doesn't like uh, Ari. She says uh, Ari sucks anyway. I, I, yeah, I'm hot and cold with Ari. Sometimes I like him, sometimes I don't. And uh, yeah, so so he's going through that. So I want to see how much of a backlash happens with Kevin Brennan, uh, Duchess. All right, so hold on, Duchess. Who's not funny? Kevin Brennan. Neil Brennan or Ari Shafir? Let's find out. Let's see what, what Duchess says. She'd be tip, tippy typing away. Uh, so, yeah, so that's going to be interesting. Now, he also does a sh uh, podcast live stream on YouTube, 4 o'clock every day, which is called Misery Loves Company. So let's see if he gets people to come and yell at him on a Monday. We'll see what happens. All right, so Duchess says, Ari, I don't really know much about the other two ding-dongs. All right. Okay. Hey, Dean's here. How's it going, Dean? Glad to see you're here. Um, all right, so let's move on to something else. I don't know if anybody's a football fan here. I'm an Eagles fan. Duchess is a Pittsburgh fan. And uh, Boomer Bob, my other co-host from the boomer bunker he's a fan of anybody that has a player on it from the from the the alabama crimson tide roll tide if they have an alabama player bob's a fan so uh this weekend the kansas city chiefs lost to the denver broncos now this is significant because kansas city's been rolling i mean they've got a really good team and there was no, and my pick was I picked Kansas City. There's no way I thought Kansas City would go into Denver and lose because Denver, to be honest with you, sucks. So I don't know if you've heard this or not, but uh, the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, is dating Taylor Swift. I don't know if you heard that. It's kind of, it's been really under the radar lately. Not too many people know about it. So she wasn't at the game. You think that the game would be about Taylor Swift? I mean, about Kansas City Chiefs and what happened. No, no, no. Um, wait a minute. Is this the right one? Let's see. Yes. Don't watch Travis Kelsey in person this weekend. It's your, uh, she won't watch him. This it's she won't. Taylor Swift won't be at the stadium. Uh, it's your time, baby. Well, they lost. So now it's not that the Kansas City Chiefs lost and how they lost. It's the fact that since Taylor wasn't there, they've lost. Because every game that Taylor's uh, attended, they've won. And she's not going to be there anymore because apparently she is on her getting ready to do her overseas tour. Right now, she's a billionaire, a billionaire with a B. And she made that all off of this tour and her album sales, which is amazing. And now she's going to go to Canada and Argentina and, and over into Europe. And so she's going to go make another probably Brazilian dollars. So I, yeah, Dean, don't get ahead of me. Dean, don't get ahead of me. Don't go. I'm going to go into chat and don't say things. That I'm not going to do it. You just throw off all my stuff. Still my Eric scene. 
my Eric Zane uh, impression. Let me find it. Where did I put it? Is this it? Yeah, here it is. So here's the uh, after the Broncos one, just to rub a little salt in the wounds. <laughs> I guess you get the good and the bad. That's the way I look at it with the Taylor Swift thing. Hey, look, if you're Tra Travis Kelsey, do you care? Do you care if these people are making fun of you? You're banging Taylor Swift. You're banging a billionaire. A hot billionaire at that. So, yeah, you're going to get some good publicity. You're going to get some bad publicity. People are going to make fun of you. Who cares? Yeah, so they lost the game. He goes, flies back, goes to his $6 million mansion. And is hanging out there with his buds or doing whatever. He's making, I don't know how much money he's making. So uh, he's fine. But now, what's it? How many weeks is it? In three weeks, the Philadelphia Eagles play the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. So that'll be interesting. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, I mean, don't get me wrong. They've been winning ugly, but they've been winning. They lost that one game to the Jets because they had like four turnovers. Uh, but Besides that, they've been winning ugly. The quarter, our quarterback Jalen Hurts has got something like a bone bruise in his knee, and he's still playing. So that made me think of what would Jamingo. So that I'm going to have a segment every once in a while. What would Jamingo do? So today, Jamingo is going to fix the NFL. All right, so buckle in. Here we go. So what's going on with the NFL? I love the NFL. You got 18 games season then you got the playoffs i want to change that because to be honest with you the nfl the the amount of abuse that the players get and then they have to be uh they have to recover within a week it's crazy it's it, it ruins their lives so this is what i want to do i want to take it make it a 20 game season and i want them to play every so in other words you get two weeks off Every – you get two weeks off, but what you do is you put – there's 32 teams. 16 teams are on the first week. 16 teams are on the second week, and that's how they play. And they don't meet – you don't meet like the AFC and the NFC. None of that cross-conference play anymore. You don't meet until the playoffs. So the NFC plays week one. AFC, their 16 teams pl play week two. That's eight games. You get eight games. No one can watch eight games anyhow. So this would – so in my mind, this is what would happen because I'm a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles. That's my number one team. But I'm also a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm also a fan of the Jacksonville Jaguars because Doug Peterson, who won a Super Bowl for the Eagles, he's the coach there now. So uh, so this would give me a, a chance to have other teams I could root for. Back when I was a kid, when I started watching football, I was 12 years old. Back then, we only had two games. There wasn't even one night when I started watching football. There wasn't even a Monday night football. So there was two games. You had a one o'clock game and a four o'clock game. The one o'clock game was on the East Coast. The four o'clock game was on the West Coast. That's all you had. So, uh oh, Nick came in here. Nick's Nick's here. Let me see what he, Nick says. Nick says, "I'm also a fan of losers." There, you fixed. I fixed it for you. What losers? Who are you talking about? Who's the losers? What are you kidding me? Um. Why? Because you, you root for the Patriots? 
a cheating Patriots team that you had. Tom Brady retired or he was traded, and now you guys suck. Embrace the suck because it's going to be a while. I mean, even with Belichick, I picked the the uh, the Patriots was one of my picks because I figured that the Patriots would play the Miami Dolphins good because they're tight because they are a uh, divisional team and that's what they do and and usually the uh, the Patriots have a pretty good defense. The Dolphins basically bitch slapped them. So, oh Nick says that the NFL is filled with losers. Whatever Nick, okay, filled with losers. Making millions of dollars, million dollar losers over in the NFL. Whatever, I, I I don't care what they do in pro in their private life. I don't give a shit what they do as long as they come out on the field and play the game and play hard. I don't care what they do when they're off the field. All right, let me get back to my thing. Let me get back to fixing the NFL. So you would have NFC play one week, AFC play the other week, and then when it gets to the playoffs. The, then that that's the the NFC and the AFC would only meet during the Super Bowl. And uh, see, Nick, you're just jealous, dude. You're just jealous because well, they get millions of dollars to play a child's game. Really, you think that's true? They get millions of dollars because they put asses in the seats. They get fans to buy uh, merch. The TV people watch it on TV. That's why they get millions of dollars. You know, everybody gets upset about how much money the players make. How about how much money the owners make? The guy that bought the Philadelphia Eagles, Jeffrey Lurie, when he bought it, it was worth a couple hundred million dollars. It's worth over a billion dollars now. Might even be worth two billion dollars now as an NFL franchise. And they only like they only allow you to have 53 players. I wouldn't do that. You'd have to have You'd have to move it up. You'd have to have at least 60 players so you can have some backups in case something happens. Because this is what happened last yesterday with Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes had the flu. And he and he they had to give him IV and everything just to get him to play. And he played anyhow with the flu. And he had five turnovers and they lost the game. And I was thinking to myself after I found out, because I was like, boy, that doesn't sound like Patrick Mahomes. So I go. Well, if he had the flu, how bad is the backup that the backup can't come in and play with those weapons? Why even have a backup? I mean, I understand if he gets hurt, he can't play. That's why you have a backup. But hell, one of those, if if it's that bad, then one of the running backs can play quarterback or whatever. So I said, well, how bad could the backup be? And then I thought to myself, well, what the hell? Who is the backup? I have no idea who the backup is. So let's go to Alexa. Alexa. Who's the backup quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs? Blaine Gabbert is the backup quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Blaine Gabbert, never heard of him. So, but what? what I mean, why even have a backup quarterback if you can't use him? If you don't turn the ball over five times, the Kansas City Chiefs could probably beat the Denver Broncos. So, even with your backup, I think. You could have won that game. I don't know. Again, we don't know now. It's all speculation. Duchess is upset. Yeah, it brought down my fantasy scores. Yeah, I get it. I got my ass kicked by uh, Boomer Bob. Well, my... Okay, so we have a fantasy. The Boomer Bunker uh, podcast has a fantasy football team league. And uh, 
I, the reason my team lost was because of me, because I left like 30 or 40 points on the bench. I, sh- I wasn't paying attention. And uh, that's one of the reasons why Boomer. One day, I, my team scores two. One week, my team scores two hundred points. The next time, my team scores like one hundred and fifteen. I, I don't understand. It's the same damn players. I guess that's why it's fantasy football. So that's what I would do. I would make the t- teams have hold sixty players. They would get two weeks. You play, then you get two weeks until your next game. I think the games would be better. I think that would give uh, the fans more more teams. You'd have an you'd have an AFC team and you would have an NFC team. I, like New York, I guess you could have the Jets and the Giants, but they wouldn't do that anyhow. Or they could have, uh, if you're New York, you could have the Bills and the Giants, or the Bills and the, no, not the Bills and the Jets because they're two FC, AFC teams. But you could have two AFC. You could have an AFC team to root for and an NFC team to root for. Yeah, that's what I would do. And then the players would not be crippled by the time they got out. Nick's like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to paraphrase because Nick hasn't written this yet, but he will. Uh, oh, well, they get paid so much money. Who cares if they're crippled when they get out? I'm pretty sure their family does. Their kids do. I mean, that's a lot to give up. As somebody that's crippled myself, that's a lot to give up for your, you know, for your career or for what you do for a living. Now, they don't, you know, they're usually done by 35. And if they've taken care of their money. They never have to work another day in their life. I get all that, but it's still not a bad gig. All right. Ready for a power cleanser? I like this because I'm sick of shoplifting. I'm sick of watching people go in and just take and steal stuff and walk out, and they know they can get away with it. When I was, you know, just 10, 15 years ago, stores would uh, have people there that would stop you. Well, I don't know where this is at. looks like a supermarket. But here we go. There's a security guard, and someone's coming out with a bunch of groceries. So here we go. Oh, wait a minute. This is where the button is. Sorry. Here they come. So here's he stops them. Hey, you stop. You're stealing. So the guy's the, the thief knows he's caught. Oh no, what do I do? I'm trapped. Trapped like a rat. So he backs up. So now that he's going to try to get out, the security guard takes the shopping cart, keeps it between the two of them. Hey, drop the stuff, and then you can leave. Now the guy's pulling. Wait a minute. Here comes a second guy who picks up a two-liter bottle of soda and hurls it at the shoplifter. Two hands over the head like a soccer throw, like when you're throwing in a soccer ball from the sideline. Hits the guy right in the head, knocks him out (laughs) This is my favorite video of the day. I have to put this up on on Twitter. Here it is. Here he comes. Let's get out of the way. Hold on. I'm going to push the carts. You're not going to stop me, copper. I'm getting out of here with my uh, cornflakes and all the stuff I have. And then the second guy comes up and just what a shot. What a shot. I mean, amazing. It's the video of the day. Love that video. Speaking of fights, right here, you have two live streamers. One guy on the left is known as the gay guitar guy. And I I know of this guy. The second guy, no, wait a minute, I'm sorry. The guy on the left is Granny. The guy on the right is the gay guitar guy. 
they are having a fight. Why? I don't know. I guess they're doing this for content. But I thought to myself, usually you see these kind of fights. I keep going to the. Hang on. Usually you see these kind of uh, fights. Okay. Here we go. Touch club. Three, two, one. So here you go. Now, the thing is, with they don't want to fight. You can tell they don't want to fight or they don't know how to fight because usually if something like I would think that this would be a fight like, hey, man, you stole all my weed. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I saw I saw we have a camera inside the thing that we saw you steal the weed. So then all of a sudden there's a fist fight. Or, hey, you're messing. You're you're uh, screwing my cousin. That's my girlfriend. See, this is the kind of redneck stuff that would have these kinds of fights. He threw a punch. He can't even stand up. So these guys dance around here for I don't even know how many minutes. And I don't even think they throw a punch. Like, nobody lands a punch. It's just running back and throwing punches. And it's, again, why out by the road? But you've got, I guess, all the friends there with cameras. You're going to have, like, 15, 20 angles of this. And then why is the guy in the shot with the cell phone? Oh, wait, here we go. Usually what happens in fights like this is they swing for like a minute and a half and then they all quit. So I'm not a big fan of this. All right. I understand it's content and that's what podcasters do now. Podcasters start to fight each other. We're going to, this one wants to, um, no, nobody likes onions, wants to fight steel toe and, it's a bunch of bullshit. If you're going to fight, this is the kind of fight I want to see. A good old-fashioned dwarf fight. Third round. Here they come. <laughs> These guys are serious. You can take a look at them right now. These guys are serious. Oh, there we go. The little man comes out with a big shot. They're both little men. Oh, he's rolling to the ropes. Hey. Here they are. These guys are going. Big left, big right. Smidge in control. I'm the champ for a reason. Oh, but they're swinging. No luck oh, lost. Right. No Sit. shortcomings. No shortcomings. Come on, guys. Big right smidge. The champ is teaching him a lesson. There's a dwarf fighting champ. There's a dwarf fighting champ. Because if first of all, I I'm now a big fan of dwarf fighting. I could I could watch this all day. I could watch this all day. Wow. You know what? The TV shows, the the writers and the actors went on strike. Anybody missing them? Not me. Not when you've got content like this. Dwarf fights. Smidge is saying, this is my ring. Late shot from Smidge. Oh. Hey, you know, that's why they tell you, protect yourself at all times. When they come in on a break, you got to protect yourselves. The one guy on the left, he he didn't protect himself. He got the guy got a shot in. Unbelievable gear on Tony Elliott. (laughs) Oh, you Never stop. Those. They're, they're constantly yeah, punching. Good straight. Oh, Good they're right. going, oh, for it, going for it. No back down. No. Nope. No holding on. No clutching. Oh. oh. I don't know. What, what was that? That was a little grounded pound. Wow. To the back of the head. Well, he was already down. Hey, hey, hit me in the back of the head. Hit me in the back of the head. You know what? As a fight guy, I hate to say this, but that go to go to your corner. See if you can make it over to your corner, there, buddy. That's what a bad motherfucker does. That's, That's what the a, epitome of a yeah, bad motherfucker. Like he, he he power drives his face. 
hop up on that little stool. Let's see, <laughs> Let's see a replay there. Hold on. I want to replay nothing. Stay on the stool. I want to see this guy get on the stool. That was illegal. It's illegal. Right here. Oh. He hit him in the shoulder. He didn't even hit him in the back of the head. Even hit him, clear. Kind of just like yeah. executioner style. That's not right. That's not right. Crowd's kind of booing. I wonder, can they see this on the screens? Are oh, they no. getting the replays? Little guy. Poor little guy. And lose a point on the scorecard. He should. Absolutely. Oof. All right. I understand. See, this is the problem I have. They shouldn't have a regular-sized girl out there with the ring card. They should have a dwarf girl out there in a bikini with a ring card. This Absolutely. Is and then the other, let's go back to the other fight. Where's the girl with the ring card here? Like, they, they, it's over. They're already tired. They're going to count it down. There's no ring card over here in redneck fighting. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a big fan of dwarf fighting. Look, they still haven't thrown a punch. Look at this. You know what this is? This isn't fighting. It's fucking dancing with boxing gloves. That's what this is. Guys, get in there and fight. Mix it up. Start throwing some punches. It's ridiculous. They're walking around. You should be ashamed of yourselves. When you get shown up by dwarfs. Got the heavyweight championship of the world next. Oof. Oh, here comes the. Uh, That's a top lot of, of woman for that I think bikini. She has some high ass crack. Yeah, got everything. Nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Right. Her ass crack was just built bigger. Maybe she was born that way. Round two. Here it is. Oh, oh, well, got a little wink from Blue. Oh, really? Yeah. Touches says, "Can you even imagine the amount of?" I'm having problems with this. Can you even imagine the amount, uh, imagine the caliber of woman who is a ring girl for a dwarf fighting? What is it dif any different than a ring girl for a regular boxing match? That's the caliber. Caliber. Now, I understand. I understand. I'm going to, I'm going to make a lot of mistakes. Words are hard. Words are hard for me. I get it. All right. So here's the big dwarf fight. We're back at it again. See, look at them. They're already swinging. Oh, oh, oh down he goes again. Oh, and that's a Smith run. There we go. Smith is feeling it. Yeah, that's when Smith oh. turns it on. Smidge. Big, As in small midget. Right. Smidge. Smith's Smidge pouring it on. He's got one hand. This could oh, be over, guys. stop Smidge it. Stop control, the fight. But this guy doesn't back down. He's eating a ton of leather. A ton of oh. We got blood. Smidge is wailing on him. Wailing. Now the champ is taking control. Oh. Smidge is all man. All man. He's showing ring generalship that I haven't seen in a long time. Just all right. So that's dwarf, that's dwarf fighting. My new favorite sport. I like dwarf fighting better than I like MMA. I got to find out where this is at. I would go to a dwarf fight. This... Oh. I don't know. Sorry. When when dwarf fighting is more entertaining than the regular fighting. Uh, Nick's got the explanation. Usually because the dwarf with the longer arms 
who wins. That's not true. If that's the case, then every fighter with the longer arms would win. And look at Mike Tyson. Oh. <laughs> Dean says Kate should fit right in into her fighting. So, all right. Did I do my 30 minutes? Do I have any more stuff here? Let's see what else I got here. I got one more story. All right. So, unfortunately, I don't want to use the word unfortunately. There was a mass shooting up in Maine. Uh, Nick lives up in Maine. And we were kind of watching this when it was unfolding. Like right away, they had a picture of the shooter. They put it on the internet. They knew right away who this guy was. Like the people on the internet found out who it was right away. So now, as the store, as people investigate what's going on, we find out because the first thing that people want to do is like, oh, we got to take away these guns. We got to take away these guns, these guns, these war weapons. You don't need a, a, an AR 15 to go deer hunting. You don't need 30 rounds. Okay. Well, you kind of do. It's not for deer hunting, it's for personal protection. And if anybody has learned anything, you know who has really strict gun laws? Israel. And you know what happened when the Palestinians come across the border and started shooting everybody? They didn't have any guns. They had to go hide. And there was 1,200 of them killed. I say that to say this. There's my bell. I say that to say this. That is, they, they, the first thing they wanted was take away the gun. But they kind of knew what was going on with this guy from the get so I'll bring up the story here. Please play. Just weeks before he went on a rampage killing 18 people, the Maine National Guard asked local authorities to initiate a wellness check on Robert Card. A source telling CNN one National Guardsman was concerned. Card is going to snap and commit a mass shooting. The Sagadaw County Sheriff's Office went to the former reservist's home twice. A source telling CNN... He wasn't home during one of those visits, prompting the sergeant who tried to check on him to send out a missing persons report. The other visit was on September 16th. This time, they believed he was home. Card could be heard moving inside the trailer, but would not answer the door. Officers left without making contact. Deciding due to being in a very disadvantageous position, we decided to back away. What? You find out this guy could be doing, could be he's something's wrong with him. He might be involved in a mass shooting, like he's crazy. You find out he's in his trailer, and you figure like you're at a disadvantage, so you back away and you don't do anything. Nick's got it right, right here. Cowards, fucking cowards. The same kind of cowards that were uh, present during the Uvalde school shooting. They just backed away so now what happens everybody has to give up their guns because the police didn't do their job there was there was multiple reports that this guy there was something wrong with him he had a screw loose and they didn't do anything and what did he do he 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 Sources telling CNN a Sagadaw County Sheriff's deputy spoke to his brother on September 17th he told authorities he and his father would work with Robert to make sure 
he does not have any other firearms. It's unclear if any further action was taken after that. And a source told CNN the case appears to have been closed on October 1st, 24 days before the shooting. According to sources, the Maine National Guard initiated the wellness check because the reservists started hearing voices in the spring and say they had only gotten worse. The National Guard also informed the Sagadaw County Sheriff's Office of his history of mental illness, including his stay at a psychiatric facility in July. According to a source, the National Guard was trying to get him to... Re- he was in a... He was in a... Uh, nut house in July? Can't think of the word. I'm just using nut house. He was in a funny farm in July, and no one thought to maybe go take his guns away. His brother and his father. How about that the police work with the brother and father to get him out of the house and let him go in and take all the guns out of the house? Why don't we do that? There's tons of things that you could have done. Tons of things you could have done. You did nothing. And I don't know how many people are dead now and how many people were wounded now. And everybody says, med to hospital. There we go. Not the funny form. Thank you, Duchess. <laughs> so this could have been prevented the same way that the Uvalde school shooting could have been prevented because that kid was the same way. 18, 18 dead, Nick says. 18 people were dead over this, which could have been prevented. And then, then you got the, the people, the ladies in the view. I, I again... One dumber than the other. Joy Behart, boy, she is something else. She's like, and if you shoot a deer with an AR-15, there's nothing left. It just explodes. You shoot it, and when the bullet hits the deer, the deer just explodes like it was hit with an RPG. That's a rocket-propelled grenade. So, all right. Uh, I did 45 minutes. Look at me. I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. Now I'll be terrified about doing this tomorrow. It doesn't matter. I'm going to keep coming back until I'm not terrified anymore. And it was kind of fun. And thank you for the people in the chat for hanging out. I really appreciate this. And uh, we'll see what happens. See if I can build this into anything. And if not, it's just a, an old guy that goes on the interwebs every every day at 12 o'clock. It just yells into the Ethernet. We'll see what happens. All right. Uh, as I get more comfortable, I will have a phone line here. That you could, guys could call in if you want to talk to me, or I will bring in bring people in if you want to go to the Discord. Now you say, "Well, geez, how do I get to the Discord? How's that going to work?" Ooh. Well, you can always go to the Discord if you go here. There's a link to the Discord, and uh, in the show notes and in the notes on this video after it's over, I will because if I was smart, if I, if I was smart, I would have put this in there in the to beginning in the beginning. But tomorrow it'll be. I'll learn. I learn. I learn from my mistakes. So I appreciate you guys hanging out here. Let me know if you want to get a hold of me. You can always go to Twitter. And I am John Jamingo on Twitter. Follow me there. Send me a DM. Tell me how what you thought of it. I can't wait till some of my detractors get a hold of this. I know there's this one guy that lives not that far from me. As soon as he finds out about this, I'll be, oh, my God, John Jamingo's out on the internet by himself. He'll be throwing tomatoes at me. Should be amazing. All right, everybody. I'll see you back here tomorrow, 12 o'clock. Ciao.